0: Thanks for joining us today here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Online at Headquarters.com and available by calling 419-794-3030. That number once again, 419-794-3030. On today's show, time is running out to tackle that end of year financial checklist. We're going to talk about what you need to do and how to get started. But first, let me check in with the guys. Nolan, Scott, glad to be with you as always. How are you today?
1: and we're doing great Uh the weather's actually been pretty decent we're past that rainy week uh mm-hmm. N- nolan welcome back from florida uh, down there in paradise island uh good to have you back yeah good to be back uh
2: watching uh one of my friends graduate from marine corps boot camp it was uh great to be back to my old stomping grounds if you will not a lot has changed and uh <laughs> They're still making uh, young men and the great Marines. So it's good to, good to go down there. And uh, he, he's got a little bit of leave. So he gets to spend some time with his friends here back home. And uh, it is good to be back on the show.
0: Awesome. That's glad to hear. I'm glad you got to go down there and experience that. And uh, again, like Scott said, glad to have you back on the show. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We keep hearing about the great resignation, the exodus of older Americans from the labor force that was kind of spurned on by the pandemic. It's led to a labor shortage and it's spurred inflation worries. But there was an article in Barron's that asks if many of them Well, if they're truly ready to retire early, a lot of them are still holding mortgages. They're not old enough to qualify for Medicare. They might be basing their decision on a long-term view that the market will continue to perform at record levels. So guys, if a client comes in and wants to talk early retirement, but the math doesn't check out, do you give them a dose of retirement realism? Do they really have a handle on how much money they've saved and and what they'll need to actually spend in retirement?
2: That's definitely one of the most challenging parts of our business is, you know, when you sit down with a client and, you know, somebody comes in with an expectation that they're able to retire Uh, But we also have to be realistic in showing them, you know, where they're at in that progress. Um, So if they're going to retire early, you know, maybe they need to adjust what some of their income goals are going to be. A good example is there's all of these different time frames that are kind of important in life. So, again, at the age 55, if you have a 401k, you might have the ability to access money from the retirement account without penalties from a 401k. Uh, from traditional retirement accounts, fifty nine and a half is another key mark. Uh, We're in a traditional retirement account. You can access funds without a penalty, uh, and then of course, you know, you get the age sixty five where you have Medicare. Mm-hmm. You've got age sixty two, which is your first available time to draw Social Security. You've got age seventy two, uh, where you have forced required distributions. But you know, people looking to retire, say, at the age sixty versus sixty six, tend to have considerably. Uh, much more years that they're gonna have enjoying their lifestyle and they need to have money to fund those years. You need to think about the facts of you know what are some of the expenses that you have. So sometimes people will come in with a nice nest egg Uh, But when they retire, they're going to want to put a new pool in or, you know, they're ready to get a new vehicle or they're going to do some big ticket items like remodel the house. And, you know, that can have a dramatic impact on the long term success of their plan if their plan is to take a big chunk out of their retirement savings then I would say, Scott, people also need to be factoring in um, what health care expenses would be if you retire before you reach the age of 65 and are eligible for Medicare.
1: Absolutely. I uh, actually met with a couple of different couples this past week and um, one of them had a birthday on the day that we actually met, so I wish her a, a wonderful happy birthday, but she's only 62. So she's got three years so she can actually collect Medicare. And uh, we went through the marketplace plans for them And her out-of-pocket, worst-case scenario, out-of-pocket expense was $20,000. That's a lot of money. She's looking at uh, spending roughly $500 a month for a $7,000 deductible plan. Uh, That really takes a big chunk out of that retirement investment that you put away. One of the ways that you can kind of, uh, you know, we've talked many times about the buckets of money and and, uh, for different spendings. One of the ways is to contribute to an HSA. Anybody over 55 years old gets an additional $1,000 for an HSA contribution for catch-up. Uh, and in uh, 2022, the individual amount is $3,650. So you can actually put $4,650 for an individual and twice that for a married couple or a family. So I would encourage you to, to, to look into that. but. You know the healthcare cost under sixty five years old can be very very costly. They're they're big items, uh, but Nolan, I I kind of have a question for you a little bit here. I look at like COVID. And one of the things that COVID has kind of taught people, and I look at my parents for example, your monthly expenses could be somewhere around fifteen thousand dollars pre COVID, but during COVID, those expenses could drop dramatically. You know, between six to eight thousand dollars. Don't you think that people have kind of adjusted their lifestyles a little bit and have learned as a result of COVID that maybe I don't have to live on as much in retirement as I did originally plan for because of COVID? I mean, maybe that's why some of these people are starting to retire prior to, uh, you know, to 65 again.
2: Yeah, very true. And I think, you know, a lot has come out of COVID with a great, you know, resignation being one of the topics that we're talking about, you know, not only that adjusting to life after COVID, but, you know, we've also learned that COVID can be kind of stressful, and especially if you're working, maybe mm-hmm. that stressful environment isn't what you want. Maybe you got used to being able to work from home. And now sure. you're in a situation where you're being forced to go back into work. And maybe that's not what you envision for the future. So you've got to take a lot of those things into consideration when you're looking at your own individual situation. As you talk about living expenses may not be as big in retirement time as what they were pre-retirement. I would say that the one thing that I've noticed that's a consistent theme of retirees who are successful in retirement time is they're debt free going into retirement. Sure. So when you have a huge mortgage, a bunch of credit card, maybe a, you know big outstanding car loans, those are the type of things that I think really typically weigh and create additional stress for retirees. You know, with smart planning, there's ways to be able to help keep the healthcare costs down as some of the shows that we've done in the past. We highlight those mm-hmm. so the, the key is probably no different. And here's what the solution is, folks. If you're, you know, 55 or older and you have not developed a financial plan to stress test your retirement account, uh, I would highly encourage you to do that. Now, the software that we recommend is called Right Capital. And I know there's other financial planning software out there, but you know we do have access to set people up on Right Capital. And within there, what I would encourage you to do is go and take a look at it, whether your retirement is six months away or six years away, and then run the analysis to determine what is the probability of success. So as Chris, you pointed out, you talked about, you know, not getting caught with the expectations that the next 10 years in the market are gonna be as good as the last 10 Mm -hmm. years in right capital, it'll begin to stress test the portfolio and what it could show is, well, what happens to the plan if there's a major market in the next couple of years? You know, What happens into the plan if inflation continues to dramatically go up like it's gone up here recently? What happens in your plan if you have an unexpected major healthcare crisis? Uh, we just did this with a client earlier this week where what we did is we looked at the probability of success in their plan assuming they had no like nursing home or long-term care expenses. Mm -hmm. And as long as that worked out, their plan had a pretty good high probability of success. But then when you added in the long-term care expenses, you know, later on in life, what you could see is the immediate impact that that would have on their probability of success. Now, the great thing about, again, using software like Right Capital is now that we were able to identify that was a weakness within their plan, there's things that we can do about that. So, again, by repositioning assets into like asset based long term care solutions, we're able to check that off the list. Just the same as like if a major market crash would have a big impact on the portfolio, there's steps that you can take now while the economy and the markets are doing good uh, to be able to address those issues. So find out what the biggest damages that could happen to your retirement account if you're considering retiring early, or again, anytime in the next six months, or even again, like I said, six years, by developing a plan through Right Capital. And if you don't have access to Right Capital, let us know. Uh, we'd be happy to get you set up.
0: To uh, take advantage of that and, and stress test your retirement account with Right Capital and America's Retirement Headquarters, it's really easy. Go to America's Retirement Headquarters.com, schedule a time there, or pick up the phone, give a call, 419 794 3030. 419 794 3030. I remember people joking. Uh, last March uh, when, when things started to to shut down, that it was kind of a trial retirement for a lot of people. And that actually sure. became a reality. And hence the the great resignation that we've seen right now. But it's all about doing the math and making sure that it's feasible, that it does add up and that it's going to be fruitful. There's an irony to the fact that you will have more years in, in your life to enjoy that retirement, but less time to put it in there. So it is all about running those numbers. And again, to help out with that, keep this number in mind, 419-794-3030. Now, half the people responding to a Gallup poll said one major health event is all it would take to force them into bankruptcy, kind of going back to what we were talking about with the, the stress testing of the retirement account. And with health problems becoming more likely as we do grow older, it's clearly an issue. So how do you address those concerns when it comes to to paying for health care in retirement?
1: Well, that's a that's a great po- point. And I read through um, uh, the health, uh, the West Health Gallup poll, and there's some staggering numbers in there that they've come across, one in two Americans have a fear of filing bankruptcy as a result of health care. And that's actually an increase uh, from the 2019 study that they did. You know, one of the things that that we do, one of the things that I do with, you know, helping clients, whether they're under 65 or over 65, is I go through and I'll, I'll do a needs analysis with them. I'll sit down and I'll go through a lot of the information that they have readily available. Like, for example, I'll ask clients, what did you spend in healthcare last year? What have you spent up to date this year? And then what we do is we compile that information and we come up with a game plan that's going to be best for them uh, to get them. If they're prior to 65, then we look at a plan that's going to best fit their needs. Uh, A lot of people don't understand that if you're coming off of an employer plan, the employer plans typically are far richer benefited plans than what you're going to get on the open market mm-hmm. so that causes a big problem right there um you know and, and it's very important that you you really sit down with someone like myself or an advisor to go through all of your different options you know i was helping that client was talking about uh, this past week there were 78 different plans available to her uh on the marketplace well, the 78 plans. I mean, she didn't have any idea what to pick. She was totally confused, had no idea. And I said, well, here's what we can do. Let's put in your doctors and your your uh, hospital networks because you want to make sure. That's one way of saving money is to make sure yeah, that your course. doctors and hospitals are in a network. Because if they're not, guess what? It's out of pocket. Mm-hmm. It's out of your pocket. And where's that money going to come from? Uh, so we went through all of that, and I eliminated 70 of them. And she ended up with you know t- 10 different plans and options to choose from. You know, so that's one of the things that that we do. Um, You know, in that report, it also mentioned that there uh, are a significant number of people that would have trouble. They would have to borrow $500 to pay a medical bill. That's a staggering number. That's tough. And especially if you've got a a high deductible plan, you know, this this client was looking at a $7,000 plan. Well, that's far more than $500. Where are you going to come up with $7,000 if you have that catastrophic uh, you know back in the day oh wheezy i'm coming you know the jeffersons uh, <laughs> but um you know those those numbers are staggering and uh, you it's important that you do yourself a favor and make sure you do your homework you know i've been in this business for a long time 27 years and we go through all of that information uh, for you and help you to come up with a game plan that's not going to break the bank no, well, I think, you know, to me, I'd say the
2: biggest risk on, you know, real life experiences and stories that I've seen in my past 26 years is, again, going back to those people who decide to retire early before their Medicare age and, you know, deciding not to go out and get any type of insurance oh, and just, yes. you know, kind of rolling the dice, if you will, hoping <laughs> they're going to make it to 65 you know, I can think of a, a situation where somebody I knew was uh, retired early, decided not to get health insurance, uh, was out back cutting down a tree and got hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the medical bills just from that accident alone, you know, can virtually wipe you out. Um, another situation that I can think of is somebody who had um, insurance for you know, not really what we would think of when we're thinking of traditional health insurance. So it's, mm-hmm. they thought they were covered, didn't understand what they had. They weren't really covered. Uh, unfortunately, the husband ended up coming down with cancer. And, you know, let's just say cancer sucks. It's impacted, I think, everybody that is you know, listening today in one way or another but it Mm -hmm. can really deteriorate a family's financial situation in this case again their goal was just to make it to 65 but cancer doesn't care what age you are absolutely it can attack you at any age and then what ended up happening is the husband ended up passing away Mm -hmm. and unfortunately lost his battle to cancer but then the hospital turned around and sued the wife because of all the bills that they had outstanding
1: yeah i mean look at it you know like like i said the example of twenty thousand dollars you know, that's your maximum exposure. So if someone has, you know, a, a marketplace plan, the premium and your out-of-pocket expenses, you know, 7000 and plus your premium is $20,000, that's just for one year. You know, that resets that following year. That deductible goes back to zero that following year. And the situation you said, Nolan, is they still want their money. And if you're the surviving spouse, guess what? You're on the hook for that money and you don't have a choice to pay for it i think it's very very important that you know what your plan will and won't cover you know we talked about that a couple of weeks ago on my show when we were talking in special uh, you know just talking about medicare understanding exactly what benefits you have there are little nuances to all of these plans a lot of people don't even realize that they have some of these benefits available to them Uh, so that's a way to to save some money and to you know cut costs but um Healthcare is a never-ending issue. It's uh, it's crazy. Uh, So you know, I do reviews. I help people out making those decisions. Uh, Like I said, cutting it down from seventy-eight plans to an option of maybe, you know, eight to ten plans is a lot easier to navigate. You know, so those are things that we do, and that's those are ways that we can help you make sure that you're not going to be uh, dipping into your investments and um,
0: enjoying your your retirement. Helping cut through the noise you know the saying goes an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure and, and Absolutely. being aware of it and knowing again because this is uh, self-funded healthcare if if you're retiring prior to to mm-hmm. Medicare age it's not something that you think about when you're in the working world you always have that employer sponsored healthcare but that is a, a very real factor you need to take into consideration and to be caught on unaware could really be a retirement buster do that ounce of prevention pick up the phone schedule a time to speak with a uh, with Nolan and Scott 419-794-3030 start developing that plan 419-794 30, 30 another thing, forces inflation. And sometimes it's hard to appreciate the significance of something like that until you're able to see it in your own terms. For example, college students, they rarely think about how they're affected by inflation. So uh, Ophelia Jacobson, a reporter for the group Campus Reform, try to break it down for them. Have you guys noticed the price of everyday goods going up over the past year? Not really. Uh, I have not necessarily noticed. What if I told you guys that the price of beer went up 70% over the past year? That's, that's <laughs> crazy. You? That's a lot. That's a lot of percent. It makes having a fun night more expensive. That's atrocious. Are you more concerned about inflation now? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm
1: definitely a little more
0: concerned. Life's going to get a little more expensive, I guess. Now, I'll entertain. There are probably some retirees out there who will split a case of beers with with their friends on on Saturday night. But let's put it in in more relative terms for our age group here. A moderate 3% inflation rate will eat up half of your nest egg's buying power in just 24 years. The buying power is going to be cut in half. What can we do about that?
1: You know, that's funny, because my daughter, uh, as you all know, you've listened, if you've heard me say, uh, she's at Kent State University, she's a senior. She calls me up, she says, Dad, this is ridiculous. I go, what's the matter? I thought something was wrong, right? She says, I just filled up my tank, my gas tank. I couldn't even fill it and I had $50 in. I just quit pumping because I didn't want to see it go any higher. Uh, so, and the, the, the beer inflation is absolutely a real thing for these college kids. They just don't get it. You know, and my son, 19 years old, he's at home and, uh, they just don't understand how that works. Um, but that's, that's kind of funny. She, she's realizing it now because she's putting her own gas in the car and it's a, uh, it's a lot higher now.
2: It definitely adds up. I mean, if you look at things like what we just talked about a minute ago with healthcare costs, yep. you know, looking at the renewal rates, you know, for my family, because, you know, being self-employed, we're on the Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. um, you know, they've gone up dramatically again. And I think health care costs have been a big issue for people that are close to or in retirement time. And, you know, inflation has been a little bit of a worry in a lot of areas. So you look at, uh, you know, not only energy, like what you're talking about, but you also look at like the price of food, going to the grocery store and mm-hmm. filling up does have a dramatic impact. A couple of things that I would say, number one, a huge opportunity alert. So, First and foremost, uh, a lot of people are familiar with savings bonds, and we have a couple of younger people at the office, so I was talking about savings bonds today, and some of the younger folks at the office kind of looked at me because, you know, they're not familiar with the old uh, Series E bonds that grandma and grandpa would buy you for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they've gone away because for decades now, the interest rates have been so low on most of those traditional Mm -hmm. savings bonds. But here's the opportunity alert. The government publishes their inflation rate on what they pay for U.S. government I-bonds. And they do that there twice a year. So the most recent rate update uh, just came out. And if you go to treasurydirect.gov, you can see the Series E government savings bond rates uh, that were just published. And from November 21st through April 22nd, the current rate is 7.12%. So anybody listening, if you have some lazy or dead assets and you're not earning the interest rate that government savings bonds are, it's well worth it because those are some of the highest rates that I've seen in a long time. So it's a matter of putting you know, every dollar that you have to work. And again, as we're talking today about end-of-the-year checklists, there's limitations to the amount that you can purchase an in individual bond. So if you wanted to do some of that before end of the year, and of course do some more in January, it's one of those end-of-the-year checklist items to take a look at. The other end-of-the-year item checklist thing to think about for most retirees, is a lot of retirees go into retirement using, um, say, a 4% rule. So they take a look at their investment assets. If they have a nest egg of $500,000, their plan is to draw 4% a year. So they're going to take $20,000 a year, Mm -hmm. and that's what they're going to use to subsidize their other income, like Social Security and a pension, Uh, But what they have not oftentimes done is stress test the plan when adding an inflation because, you know, as you point out, Chris, that moderate 3% inflation, which inflation right now is a lot higher than that. It is. But even a moderate 3% inflation is going to cut that nest egg buying power in half in just 24 years. Going back again to a software that we would recommend, that is one of the things that you could stress test within Right Capital is what is the impact that inflation's gonna have on your purchasing power over time. And again, there are things that people can do and there are investments that have historically done better during inflationary environment. Uh, so as a checklist, I would say, looking at uh, stress testing your plan with inflation uh, is a very important topic to do that I think not enough people do do it.
0: Again, because it's not just about the market fluctuation that that you're going to see the ups and downs over the course of your retirement. It's not just the taxation that is almost certainly going to increase. It's not health care and it's not just inflation. It's all these things working uh, together. And and if you don't take into account one or the other, it can be that's a reason that they're called the, the horsemen of the retirement apocalypse. Keep them at bay, develop a plan that takes them into account and figure out ways to to uh, work around them when they do come uh, to get started with right capital to get started with america's retirement headquarters just go to that website America's americasretirementheadquarters.com or schedule the time 419-794-3030 that's 419-794-3030 so the theme for this week is the, the end of the year checklist and, and you know another thing that happens at the end of the year holiday shopping have you started your christmas shopping yet believe it or not a new survey found nearly a third of the people said they're already finished which may not seem like it but we are already coming up on the end of the year so uh, if if those people already have their Christmas shopping done, what else do they need to take into account as far as end of the year planning uh, financially?
2: Well, if we look at the financial checklist, a couple of things that I think are good things to do before end of the year is if you have non-retirement accounts, you want to look at what your realized and unrealized gains have been. Uh, so you can do some tax harvesting on your accounts. Uh, for those people who have not yet taken your required minimum distribution, if you're over the age 72, Uh, Again, consider if you're philanthropic, if you're already donating to your church or a charity of choice, uh, keep in mind another tax strategy would be to consider donating your required minimum distribution to a charity of your choice. Uh, That can help not only the charity, but also can help your taxes on your bottom line. We talked also with the markets. This year is another good year that the markets have really appreciated quite a bit. Uh, One of the the end-of-the-year checklist items to take a look at is evaluating whether your risk has drifted too high within your investment accounts. Maybe it's time to rebalance it to bring it back in line. Again, I met with a client here just this last week. Uh, Their goal was to have a risk score of about 60, uh, but because the equities in the accounts have performed so well, their risk score has drifted all the way to 77. But by being able to do our end-of-the-year checklist, look at the portfolio, we were able to rebalance it to work towards bringing that risk level back down before the market, you know, paid uh, some painful lessons if it had a sell-off in the future. Also, checklist, if you haven't looked at your credit report in a while, it's a good idea to, to consider reviewing your credit report on an annual basis just to make sure that uh, those cyber thugs, if you will, aren't coming out trying to get your information and all of your information is accurate within your uh, credit bureau, reviewing your insurance policies, as Scott talked about, now is the time. Mm to take a look at your healthcare, whether you're uh, you know, still working, what your employer options are, whether you're retired early under the affordable care or after the age 65 with Medicare. So a lot of things to consider and a lot of things to take a look at. Uh, as you know, uh, we have always been really good at trying to put together some checklists for folks mm-hmm. and uh, going through checklists helps
1: us make sure that we always cross the T and dot the I. No, I have not started my Christmas shopping. <laughs> I don't like to shop i, I just uh, i end up uh, getting myself in trouble i go uh usually the week of and i can't find anything i get frustrated and then i just start buying things i don't know <laughs> if that's a good thing or bad thing but my uh my wife is telling me she's already she's probably one of those already done because she plans and does that thing i've never done that in my life but i'm starting to so uh, like nolan said we are Notorious for checklists. We have all kinds of checklists available to you for everything, uh, even your estate planning checklist and um, things you need to know about Medicare and health insurance checklist. And it's important to make sure uh, now being the end of the year is
0: the time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, my son's birthday is actually the day after Christmas, so I have to do double the shopping. And oh, boy. You better believe there are checklists at the house. We're going to give him this <laughs> on the birthday and this on Christmas. That is not the checklist you guys need to worry about. You don't need to concern yourself with that. What you do need to do is the end of the year financial checklist and that is something America's Retirement Headquarters can run through with you to make sure, like no one said, all the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted. Because look, it's the beginning of November. You got Thanksgiving coming up. You have the holidays coming up. And before we know it, it's going to be the end of the year. So go ahead and do this as soon as possible. Pick up the phone. Give a call. 419-794-3030. Go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com. And if you missed a previous edition of the show, you can always check us out via whatever your podcast medium of choice is. Just search for America's Retirement Headquarters right there. Previous episodes there for you at your disposal. We want to thank you for joining us this week, as we always do here on America's Retirement Headquarters. Hope you have an excellent week ahead of you. Hope you have a safe week. And uh, before we wrap up, I'll leave you guys with the final word.
2: That quote of the week is, retire from your job, but never retire your mind. Uh, always keep growing and learning. And uh, hopefully you'll learn some great stuff today. We'll see you soon, folks.
0: America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles Discussion should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.